0: Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. I watched the 2020 cricket last night, the Women's 2020 World Cup. Gee, Australia, they fell over the line against Sri Lanka there. I tell you what, they were looking in all sorts at one point there. They were three for ten. Alyssa Healy, who's been our trump card over the last couple of years, she got another duck. And it was a cracking delivery that got her out, don't get me wrong, but her feet were absolutely nailed to the floor there, and she didn't move them at all, and she paid the price with a moving ball. Uh, That, that, I think it's Praboba or something like that, the Sri Lankan uh, opening bowler, gee, she can move a ball. She's fantastic. And she cleaned up another one as well. I think it was Ash Gardner as well in the first couple of overs. Removed the top three, batsman Meg Lanning came in, and she's not in very good form either, and neither was the other girl that got all the runs for us. Uh, I can't think of her name. Gee, it's hopeless, isn't it? But luckily we had... um the, the other girl in the tank, Elise Perry, and she came out and just finished it off with consummate ease, as she always does. She's just a fantastic player. But the worry for me with this Australian team, so they're on a knife edge now. They need to beat New Zealand, and they need to beat Bangladesh. I think they'll account for Bangladesh later on this week, but when they come up against New Zealand, they were gifted a few. I mean, Sri Lanka could easily have won that game. They nearly had an LBW decision there. Uh, luckily the Australian girl just challenged it and got a feathered touch on it and otherwise it would have been plump she's already given out she actually reviewed it and it just they weren't middling the ball they had a few drop catches there Sri Lanka if they had been able to hold their chances they win that game and they win it well so Australia when they and they were grim faced when they ran off when they Walked off the field at the end of that game. What I'm saying is their body language to me says they're not even going to make the final. They are in awful form at the moment. They have they had the tri-series against India and England. They got beat by both of them. This is supposed to be the dominant team. Uh, Alyssa Healy has not made any runs in the last six months. The problem they've got is they're not playing with a smile on their face at the moment they don't look like they're enjoying their cricket they are carrying the weight of the world on their shoulder with a home world Cup it's a different kind of pressure and one they haven't felt before they need to just loosen up a bit and just take it easy and just go out there and enjoy their cricket but you have a look if you get a chance to look on on the news today after they hit those winning runs they turned around and trudged off nobody was smiling nobody was happy it was just. They know they're under pressure and they're feeling the pressure and I don't like it. They need to just get out there and enjoy themselves. Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth own, 1287 2TM. Um, we did Tuesday Life Hacks today. Mm. We're doing uh, How to Make Your Life a Little Bit Less Chaotic, which we Ooh. can all do with. I'm sure you can do with this. So little tips like the ohio method have you heard the ohio method so the ohio method goes like this it's a an acronym that means only handle it once okay so finish the
1: mm.
0: damn job
1: mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. people who start stuff and they say i'll come back to that i don't know how they do that i can't do that if i'm no. if i'm doing i it's it's when i at my old work people used to work on multiple Stories at once, mm. even if they had everything they needed to do one article, they would be writing multiple ones at once. And I could never, you ever never get do anything that. done that no. way. No, I, I will just, I will start something and I will finish it to the best of my ability. Sometimes you have, might have to wait for something else to happen, or you need something else to do it. But I will do as much of that one task as I can before I move on to something. That else.
0: That is the great way to do it. I like you. So if there's a dirty ditch, dish, you'll wash it up yes uh dry it and yes. then put it away like i know Correct. someone i i have someone close to me that does <laughs> washes up the dishes and then just leaves them on the sink and then the next thing will be puts the goes and gets the junk mail and then just leaves it oh. on the counter and said, just put it in the bin i take when i get the junk mail I pick it up, I put it straight in the Mm -hmm, yellow bin mm -hmm, to be recycled mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. the next person. Yes. I'm not interested, baby. No, no. I'm sorry if you're someone who does direct marketing. Uh, I'm not your guy. No, No. I
1: had a housemate who, and I used to get so angry at him for this, would take, when the bin got full, would take the bag out, tie it up, put a new bag in the bin and then leave the rubbish bag next to the bin, the full rubbish bag. Yeah. And and the where we lived, it was literally the kitchen, you could just walk through the kitchen, go out the laundry door, and the bin was there. If you wanted, you didn't even have to step a foot outside because you could just lean you out the door, open it. up the red bin and lop it in.
0: Yeah. It was not See, hard. Do, I work. get the same thing. Hang it off the doorknob. I get oh the hang off the doorknob one. Why? Do you just get that? No, yeah, like yeah. just take it and it's just 10 Just take metres. it
1: out. Yes. It was I used to get so angry until one time I just put it in his room because I was like, "If you're not going to put it in the bin, <laughs> it is going in your room." How did that one end? Um, I think he was just too shocked to do anything, which mm. is normally how people react to me in one of my moods. Mm, I think mm. they just get a bit well.
0: <laughs> you have moods. Yes, oh, when people oh, do wow, things okay. like that, not mm. not at
1: work so much. Well, or I do, angry. but I'm I'm in a little studio, so no one no one can. Okay, no one yeah, can see yeah me.
0: No, I, I like the only handle at once. So oh look this is this is what it says dirty dish rinse and put in the dishwasher dishwasher full run it as soon as you can put the last dish in mail carry junk mail straight to the recycle bin yes it also takes less mental space because there's less remembering so this is what tuesday life hacks is all about today Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. develop daily habits that that will expand over time pick one daily habit to work on that will improve your day the most so do one thing at a time in life, and do one thing at a time with your life hacks as well. Mm. So if you go, okay, I want to stop eating those delicious slices that Sally always brings oh, in. Oh, it's such good Isn't slice! And there's
1: still some more in the fridge because that good, so good piece.
0: Yeah, I'll we'll get some after <laughs> this. We'll have a cup of tea after this because we'll deserve one. But that's the sort of thing that, like, if you're changing your habits, do it one at a time. Make sure the job gets done, and then and look, I'll I'll pick on my wife. She wants to do things around the house. So whether it be painting the interior, you know, or changing the front door, which she's doing at the moment. Wants a whole new front door. (laughs) And a few things like, it is getting a bit, you know, water. You know how they expand. Yeah. It's getting a bit dodgy. So it's time for a new one. So, but she'll start on that. And then she'll do something else. And then she'll do something else. And then she's like, you never get anything done because you're always starting on it and never get... So I've, I've got her now focused. Just do the door. She's doing the door. Right, yeah. Problem is she's waiting for a mate of mine, builder, who's to come and do it okay. and like he's <laughs> <laughs> that's just like waiting for christmas oh, he's like, yeah, dear. So, but I'm, i've stopped the doing anything else okay don't get the painting done yes right until that door is done mm. that's your job focus on the door mm. then focus on this then focus on that, yeah. you know, rather than do, she's got like a scattergun approach, yeah, you know, and you just never get anything no. finished that
1: way. See, I think mm. I learned from mum because obviously, mum having eleven children had to have a I can, very I just
0: can't get over. I, that. I know
1: it's insane. <laughs> I mean, I can't get over it, and I'm one of the. 11. I just think, <laughs> why did you do that to yourself? <laughs> so many children. She um, must be a saint, is she? Your she's a, she's okay. an utter saint. Mm. She is the best mum, and I. Everyone thinks that their mum is the best one. Well, most people do. But my mum is actually the best because people would come to her <laughs> for advice on how to parent. She would constantly have people in our house. I my bet she school, says, you've
0: got to be organised.
1: <laughs> not even because she was so, she was like, you know, not everyone's the same. You just got to find what works for you. But mm. my s- school used to get her to host these sessions where she would teach people how to do things and people mm. frothed it. They loved my mum. Everyone. Life hacks. Yeah. And
0: his mum's life hacks. And
1: he, everyone called We should
0: get her in one day on Tuesday life yeah, hacks. Yeah. She's comes called up
1: Hell Dials, is what everyone called her because Helen is her name and darling. It was a very odd Hell nickname Dials. Hell yep. Dials. Yep. And Hell Dials life hacks. People loved them. So many different things wow. that they loved. Yeah. One that everyone talks about, and my mum didn't even come up with it, but it was if your baby is crying, Let them cry for 10 minutes if you're putting them to sleep. And she said, nine times out of 10, when they hit the 10 minute mark, she's like, they just fall asleep. They're just not used. They just don't want to be put down. They're tired.
0: Yeah. But
1: (laughs) if they're crying for more than 10 minutes, that's when you can pick them up and try to kind of lull them to sleep. Yeah. So she would say, and everyone acted like it was her idea. I'm pretty (laughs) sure someone else (laughs) came up with it. But she's told so many people that it was basically her idea. And it works.
0: It works. it works. It works. Yeah. There you go. Of course, I was running a business from home mm. and the lady next door thought she'd try that. <laughs> and so it used to drive me absolutely <laughs> spare. Pick your kid up. <laughs> Once the kid starts going for five you plus know, five, You plus would have minutes, hated living next Christ to my day. family. Will you stop? <laughs> Do something. The kid's in agony or something. And probably the reality was the kid was probably just in the... Yeah, I just having a bit of a mood. She did that. She had four kids and... Yeah. She, uh, she she, did that and, look, I guess it eventually worked because it eventually stopped and mm. the kid turned about yeah. 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're on a
1: plane and a kid starts crying near you're there and you're thinking, I hate the child, but also, no, the kid probably just is not like its ears popping. You've got to be patient. Yeah, and that's you can't, right. That I'm always going, very patient like that. Oh. When I'm on the
0: plane and there's a kid crying... I always look at them and smile and say, it's all right. I you just know, don't. Because it's just the worst I thing. I know.
1: Yeah. And you know that they feel bad. You yeah, know that's that right. they exactly. are more stressed because they know that everyone is thinking, oh, I'm making that baby stop. Yeah, shut so that chin up. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good with children.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for coming in, Annie. Thanks. You have a lovely, lovely day. And uh, we'll hear from you, which you believe, right after this with the news. 10 zone, 1287 2TM and 2TM breakfast with Peter Huxley. See if you can spot the issue here. A bank robber was jailed. This is in Scotland. <coughs> Those crazy Scots, they're at it again. A bank robber was jailed for four and a half years today after he was forced to reveal his identity when he failed to cut eye holes in his makeshift mask. <laughs> Matthew Davies donned a pillowcase to carry out the armed raid on a branch of the Bank of Scotland. But he found the disguise was hindering his sight because he didn't cut eye holes in his pillowcase (laughs) mask he was wearing. His counsellor, Lorraine Glancy, said, When he was in the bank, in order to be able to see the person he was trying to rob, he required to expose his face, not only to the person but to the CCTV cameras operational in the bank. Miss Glancy told the High Court in Edinburgh that the robbery charge is one that is completely out of his normal character. <laughs> He's not normally smart enough to do that, I guess. Uh, when looked at objectively, was unlikely to ever go successfully. Davies, 47, had pulled a meat cleaver from the pillow slip, so he did have an implement that he could possibly have cut a couple of eye holes <laughs> with and then he put the bedding item on to cover his face, but he then had to quickly remove it. Prosecutor Stuart Ronnie, between his laughter, I'm assuming, earlier told the court this was due to a failure to create eye holes. (laughs) How does he think he sees this guy normally? Oh, It's some kind of magical. Davies did manage to rob an employee of the bank in Bothwell Street, Dumfern Line in Fife of of £1,980 after... £19.80, after brandishing the weapon and demanding cash. He told the teller, give me the money. I am warning you. He was initially given um, about 300 quid, but demanded more money. He motioned towards the female cover, I don't want to hurt her. (laughs) With his his face fully exposed. Anyway, it's kind of an only in America, isn't it, that one? But it's not. It's an only in Scotland. Old Mm. couple walk into McDonald's over here on Gunnaganoo Road and they sit down and the man walks in, walks up to the county, says I'll just have a cheeseburger meal thanks and he goes and sits down next to his wife at the tables there and he carefully divides the uh, hamburger into two pieces, one for him, one for her he pushes one over to her then he carefully divides the fries into two piles, one for him, one for her and as he takes a few bites of the hamburger the people in the restaurant started to get restless and obviously this couple had been together for decades and all they can afford is a single meal. Eventually a young bloke comes over and says, uh, do you want me to buy you another meal? And he says, no, 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 he says, we're fine thanks, after 50 years we're used to just sharing everything. And when the young man notices the little old lady hasn't eaten a bite of her bit, uh, while her husband wolves down his half, she sits there and just occasionally sips the drink and he says, excuse me, um, why aren't you eating? Your husband says you share everything, what are you waiting for? And she says the teeth. Right across Tamworth and the Northwest slopes and plains, this is 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. That's exactly right. We're back. Hope you're well this morning. Doing Tuesday life hacks this morning. Tips to make your life less chaotic. I love that Ohio method. Only handle it once, get it done, get the job done. Creating external accountability and dead deadlines is my favourite, says this person. If I invite a friend over for dinner, better get my room clean before they come over. I don't understand what that one is. Creating external accountability means if you, you create something so you can't avoid it. So, got mum coming over, I better mow the lawn, for example. <laughs> because it's better if your dad comes over. My, my dad, he was a lawn Nazi. If I can use that term, so he would his lawn would be clipped, edges done to a you know you could you could rule a line with his edges that sort of thing, and his his lawn would always be look absolutely magnificent like a putting green just about. And funnily enough, my son is now a greenkeeper he and he loves it. So maybe he's in, maybe it skips a generation because by his one is like military. <laughs> he's like a military haircut would be his front lawn and his back lawn just everything not a hair out of place boots polished beautiful mine's like a hippie just goes you know I find it an annoyance when the grass grows <laughs> like, ah no I'm always fighting against nature that's the way I look at it whereas he was like he had it under control it was all beautiful I think I had to I had to mow the lawns before he come around otherwise I would never hear the end of it so inviting him round, Would in effect be saying, You got to mow the lawns. (laughs) You hippie, loser.